like to see a little more rain and a little more snow. Kind of curious about this El Nino and the weather pattern that we've been going through here this winter and what it might do to our spring and our fall, not only for the crops, but obviously we've been talking about the wildfire situation. Well, joining us on the show today, this is why I'm a little nervous because talking to a 42 veteran, 42-year veteran of the broadcasting business. This guy is allegedly retired, we're told. I don't believe it for a minute. Uh, I do not believe it for a second. Uh, always been spreading the message of Canadian weather, and he knows his weather. Lifetime Achievement Award winner from the Radio and Television Digital News Association. 30 of the 42 years, the main meteorology, uh, meteorology expert at CTV in Calgary until 2021. Joining us, it's our pleasure to welcome David Spence. David, how are you doing? Good, Brent. How are you? You you really did your research there. Uh, well, you know what? I had to because I, I just automatically assumed that you had all this experience watching you in Calgary for all those years. You know southern Alberta better than anybody. You know central Alberta almost better than anybody. But the weather is just, this has been a crazy, crazy winter. You've seen a lot of them, though. How would you rate this one? Well, this is definitely one of the warmest. Um, I, I came to Calgary in the 80s. And we had some pretty warm winters back then, too. I thought I'd arrived in paradise having grown up in Winnipeg. Um, and then we kind of went into a cooler pattern for the next couple of decades. And this this is the first winter that has actually reminded me of the warm winters we had back in the 80s. And uh, I've enjoyed it, but others haven't. We certainly have not had the moisture that we need. We're in a very dry situation. And uh, it looks like we may, may be stuck with that through the rest of the spring. Well, let's talk first and foremost about this whole El Nino thing. This has been pretty powerful. The last one I remember was, what, 97 into 98? Like, how how would you rate these two back-to-back? Well, this one definitely is one to remember. Uh, This is the third El Nino we've had since 2010. We had one that was pretty long. It went from September of 2014 to uh, May of 2016, over a year. Then we had a shorter one in 2018-2019. This one began last April. It looks like it's going to last about a year. It's starting to decay now, uh, but it's a very, very slow process, and it looks like we'll still be in this warm, dry pattern through um, March and April for sure. And then uh, it'll switch to La Nina, which is the opposite of El Nino, which means a return to wetter and colder weather probably for next winter. So next winter maybe back to normal might have to pull the shovel out might have to it's been crazy it's been a brush summer uh, sorry a brush winter so far this year hey uh, reading the latest thoughts by you in rural roots canada just explain the publication to us and then we'll get into what you were talking about just recently there yeah i uh, retired from ctv back in 2021 and uh, just uh, last month i guess uh, Rural Roots Canada approached me to uh, start doing a weekly weather outlook for them. And I thought, sure, why not? So uh, every Monday morning on ruralrootscanada.com, I put out a weekly weather outlook for the Prairie Provinces, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. It's geared mainly to the agricultural community. Right. But I think there's something of value to, to everybody in it. And in the post from yesterday, we uh, discussed El Nino quite extensively and uh, the outlook for it. And it's not good news for the farmers, for sure. It's looking like what should normally be the wettest season, spring, is going to turn out to be quite dry. Statistically, you know, we get a lot of snow in March, and it continues into June, which is, you know, our rainiest month across the prairies. Um, but it looks like we might miss out on that. And this is, you know, not the news that the farmers need. As El Nino persists, the warm and dry weather will continue. Well, I saw a stat it was like 81% of agricultural land across the country might be in for some form yeah. of drought. That's concerning. 
Yeah, that's that's as of now. Like 81% of the farmland, the agricultural land in Canada is in drought, 100% in Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. And in southern Alberta in particular, it's quite dire in places with exceptional drought. The, the drought goes on a scale of D0, which is abnormally dry, to D4, which is exceptional. And uh, east of Brooks to the Saskatchewan boundary, it's an exceptional drought. Now, that is not uh, the most fertile farmland on the prairies by any stretch of the imagination. It's a dry area. Right. But when you have an area that's all Already dry in an exceptional drought. This is there's nothing good, uh, David. When you look at the snowpack in the mountains and reservoir levels, how's that looking? It's low. Okay, it's low. The reservoirs are, are, are all low. The snowpack is low, and um, the river levels themselves are low as well. So, uh, a good dump of snow in March, which we expect in this part of the world, would help a lot. But I think the reservoir levels are so low that it's not going to be enough to pull us out of drought, even if we do have a particularly snowy march. What about north of Calgary and between Edmonton, that area? It's also very, very dry. It's not as bad, though, by the looks of it, based on what I saw no. in the article. No, it's not as bad. Uh, it's in what's known as a short-term drought. So there is hope that that will be alleviated as the uh, season goes on. Uh, last summer, the central part of Alberta did get some significant rainfall. So that has that left them with uh, a moisture base, if you will, uh, to carry on through the winter and into the spring, which we don't have in southern Alberta because we didn't get exceptional rainfall here except in the Pincher Creek and Waterton area. But yeah, central Alberta is doing a little bit better, but still, like I said, all of Alberta is in a drought. So so this is, um, this is something that has to be overcome all across the province. So obviously we're going to be watching that. But of course, we had a big story here today talking about the wildfire season. Traditionally starts up in early March, but they're kind of kicking things off already today. What are you kind of, what's your feeling on the wildfire season as well? Yeah, it's, uh, it's awfully early to say. Again, it depends on how much moisture we have in uh, March for snowfall and through to June with the rainfall coming through. Um, it's almost impossible to say what the wildfire season is going to be like. But what is of concern is the number of zombie fires out there, the fires that continue to burn underground through the winter. They're going to flare up as soon as uh, you know surface conditions dry out. And uh, that's something to watch. That could give us a, a very unfortunate kickstart to the fire season in the spring. But as far as the rest of the season goes, again, it, it all depends on how much rainfall we get. It also depends, you know, there's the human element. I mean, oh, yeah. people have to be careful, right? You have to be careful with your campfires and, and your ETVs and that sort of thing uh, to keep the fire risk down. David, when you're looking at different patterns, how many weather models do you still look at? <laughs> Is there one or two or three or four? Like to try to maybe make a prediction for March and April, you might look at all sorts of different, uh, you know, data, that kind of thing. Do you still go deep into that kind of stuff? I do when I prepare the Rural Roots Canada posts on Monday morning. So gotcha. Sunday I'm pretty pretty into it. Uh, when I was doing daily forecasting, I, I averaged out 10 models a day. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's it's interesting work for sure. So what do you figure here for March? Uh, we know what we normally get in Alberta, but this is not normal. Yeah, I, I think March, unfortunately, is going to continue to be warm and dry. Like I said, El Nino is, is uh, decaying, but it's a very slow process. And uh, likely we won't see any significant change until maybe the end of April, early May, something like that. Um, and that might allow for some more moisture to come in, which is good because 
you know, the, the rainy month of June will be out of El Nino at that point, which is good. Good prospect for rain there. Okay. But I think for March, it's still going to be dry and warm. Two general questions for me. First and foremost, now that you're out of it, uh, do you still get people recognizing you or talking to you uh, about the fact that you, you know, you might have been wrong on a particular case? You you blew this or you blew that. Hey, weather is forecasting. It's not a it's not a perfect scenario, is it? Not a perfect science. No, I, I think I was fortunate. I didn't get a whole lot of that. Uh, when I was on television, you know, everybody would come up to you and say, how's the weather? And since I left, people are coming up and saying, how's retirement? So that's really nice. <laughs> that is good. Hey, uh, yeah. when I was uh, just thinking about an intro for you, I was going to call you the Dean of Alberta Weather. However, Bill Matheson was pretty large here oh, in the Edmonton oh. area. So I, I, hope, I hope you're not uh, I hope you're not uh, insulted by the fact they didn't call you that. But Maddie was around for a long time. But I think you you certainly were on longer, I think. Were you not? Uh, or is it close? Yeah, I don't know. He was. Uh, he spent many years in Lethbridge too. Right. So Alberta wide, he probably has an advantage over me in terms of time. I, I don't know exactly though. But, but you didn't do close. you didn't do Broadway songs or sing and dance in front of your no. weather board. So there <laughs> no. was that. I loved him. I worked with him for a few years. I just absolutely love the guy. Uh, and you are right up there. I'm telling you, you know your stuff. Uh, thanks for coming on. RuralRootsCanada.com is the site. We'll get you on a little bit later on in the spring, if that's okay. I just love to. By the way, where are you now? If you retired, you're not in Calgary. You're out on the coast, are you not? No, I'm in Calgary. Are you still? I thought, I thought you were out in Vancouver Island. Well, that's all right. Not a problem. Love it. No, it's uh, it's it's uh, Calgary's my home. My kids are here. I'm I'm going to stick around. Beautiful. Hey, David. Thanks for this. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you.